you know, to the communities that you're, you know, scaling, you know, your business through. We are there to provide them the jobs. We are there to talk to them. You know, we, you know, we are there to be part of the process for them. We need to make sure they feel that no matter whether we're a hundred thousand dollar company, two million dollar company, or a hundred million dollar you know company. And I think that's what gets lost too many times in businesses who grow too fast. Welcome to another episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. Today, for any of you parents out there, this is the episode for you. Norbert, tell us who you are and what do you do? Thank you, Todd. Thank you for having us on the um, podcast. Um, my name is Norbert Sijak. I'm the founder, co-founder and CEO of Ride Along. We are a managed services uh, student transportation company, really trying to resolve the transportation issues for students in a much uh, safer um, way of carpooling. You know, Ride Along started in 2019. Um, the company really was founded out of a personal need. Um, my fiance and I have two kids. Um, back then, our four-year-old, our youngest, was lost on the awesome. young school bus. Um, it was a it was an unfortunate Shut incident. Up. Yeah, it was an unfortunate incident where we just could not find him for over four hours. And what became really scary for us as parents, oh my gosh, was the fact that. Um, that the school they had no idea which bus he was on too. And uh, what really opened our eyes more is the fact that- That's insane. Yeah, the fact that as we go to work and we place our kids on the yellow bus, there's this assumption of they're safe to go to school. But the reality is that schools are under budgeted, underfunded, um, understaffed, and they really have no visibility where the kids are as right. they go to school. Um, so that was so. So we decided to do something That's about scary. it. scary. Yeah, it was a very scary thing, and we decided to to kind of make a change for our own kids and launch the company. Initially, what meant to be for our own, you know, community. Uh, we talked to a lot of families and realized everybody had similar issues, and you know, you know, and uh, you know, with the system. And we launched initially. Yeah. It was a small carpool of six, seven students in Jersey City, New Jersey. And uh, within the first few days, right. the word just started spreading and our, our, our company and our system just started to grow from there. That is so incredible. So so you're telling me that you're younger of your two kids, ends up getting lost on the school bus. I can't imagine what the older sibling was thinking. <laughs> like that, that had to be traumatic for the whole family. It was very traumatic for the whole family. Um, you know, I think what makes it worse is that as both of us working parents in New York City, we rushed back home because our you know, childcare tells us that, you know, that our son isn't there and we're getting no answers from school. And, oh my and gosh. that four hour period was probably one of the longest four hours that I've ever had in my life. And and thankfully the bus driver noticed Ugh. an extra student on the, on the bus and brought him back to school. Um, nevertheless, you know, my child comes out of the bus and he's scared. He's, he, he, he's crying and he doesn't want to get on the bus, you know, the next day. So we had to find out, you know, solution ever first. again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And especially at that age, it's like, it's like, I mean, they're just getting used to going to school. Yeah. Everything is so new and separation anxiety is already there. That is a horrible experience. That is. So, yeah. so, I mean, obviously you probably, you probably thought like, okay, Uber works and, and some of these other ride shares work, but not really catered for kids. What was going through your mind when you thought, how do I solve this problem? Well, you know, it's, that's exactly right. You know, Uber, Lyft, and some of the rideshare companies out there are great, and they've changed the way transportation works in this country and the access that we have throughout the world. But 
It yeah. doesn't work for kids. You know, you're not allowed to put your child in there and you don't know who's picking up your child every single day. So really the option that was out there for families is do I hire right. my own private driver? But the reality is that majority of families in this country can't afford that extra cost, right? So we started to dig deeper and say, well, what's the no. next step? Well, no. what if we hired a private driver but shared the carpool with four or five other kids in the car, you know, that go to the same school? And next thing you know, we realized right. it's actually a, you know, a model that works. And we started to grow it from there. And, and I got I to gotta think that a lot of your recruiting of drivers are likely other parents, right? Uh, well, well, 100%. So our, our entire model operates on you get the same driver picking up your kids Monday through Friday. So it gives a comfort level to your you know, families right. and kids to know who is there. It's the same carpool of kids going to school, to school and from school Monday through Friday. The same driver. Our drivers are fully, awesome. our drivers are fully vetted, background checked, drug screened. Uh, and we do it multiple times each year. Um, in addition to that, we provide the technology that allows the parents to live GPS their kids um, while they're in the vehicle. So you can have an app that you can track awesome. them on the way to and from school. We took our own challenges when we couldn't find our son for four, awesome. four hours and, you know, apply them to the to the business to say, what would a parent want to see and how would this system help schools in, in general? Yeah. That's so cool. And so this happened when? 18, 2018, 2019, somewhere there? 20. So this happened in the um, May. My son got lost in May of 2019. We launched the business September of 2019. So, Love it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, congratulations. I mean, honestly, that's a, it's a great story. Uh, sad story. But, but what a relief you're giving parents because, yeah. I mean, I rode the yellow school bus to school. And, uh, you know, and to, at least through elementary school. And so I know what that feeling is like as a kid, I've got, I've only got seven kids, you know, and, and they rode the school bus for a lot of years, but I mean, this is something very, very different and something very comfortable. I got to believe a parent adoption of this is pretty, um, easy to get, right? I mean, this is a pretty easy sale, I would guess. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the sale for us is the easy part. You yeah, know, our our revenue really comes from um, multi sources. So you know the parent is the one you know revenue stream. The other you know so, right. you know solution that we provided to schools you know across the country is that we actually partner with schools. Schools who used to use That's yellow awesome. busing systems just realize that you know maybe putting thirty kids into a bus is not the right way anymore. Maybe because someone right. in that bus has to be there for an hour and a half to two hours, and that's a very long yeah. trip. Um, it is. So we're able to come in with our, um, you know, with the model and we're able to change the, um, you know, the, the system for schools. We work with public school districts, right. private schools throughout the country. We also work with major league sports teams. You know, we've partnered with major league soccer wow. and USL soccer, and we help provide youth, you know, you know, uh, youth um, transportation to those teams who are training young, you know, players to become pros. Um, you know, a lot of these players are, from different, you know, from different countries, from different states, right. they don't have their parents with them. They are placed into a, you know, home where they live. So we wow. provide the stability of the, having that transportation to and from training Monday through Friday. Norbert, I love this business. Again, it's called Ride Along. For those listening, it's RideAlongNow.com, and this is a very, very awesome model. I, I honestly am so excited to hear about this. Tell us about the growth now. Now that we know what your business does and who you're serving. Yeah. serving 
what's happened in the last three years? And what's and what's happening this year? I guess I should ask. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. So our growth, uh, our demand for our for our, for our model for our service is just is continue to flow in nonstop. Love you know, it. We we went from being the company that operated in our own you know community to start operating in new states pretty much ninety days after we launched the company. Uh, we to this day, have not really spent any money on <laughs> wow. advertising or marketing. Um, it's been all word of mouth. Um, we currently yeah. have over 11,000 clients on our wait list all over the country who are waiting for us to start service with them. Shut um, up. So the sale for us is the, is the, the sale for us is the very easy part. The, you know, the harder part about scaling your business in general is understanding how you grow and how you scale, yeah. but also staying in touch with the community that you, you know, that you, um, that, you know, that you are part of. We seem to, you know, we tend to look at ourselves as helping much more than just the students. We right. hire our drivers, you know, locally from the communities where we drive the students. Right. Um, you know, our drivers are W2, uh, you know, employees awesome. with us. They are part-time, but they can earn yeah, but they can earn a salary of anywhere from twenty-five to forty dollars per hour, depending, you know, nice. how many students they can drive each day. Nice. Um, so being able to provide those type of jobs, you know, to the communities where we, you know, you know, uh, you know, where we do business, is also helps to grow that, you know, that, you know, that side of you know the community. And and we have stay-at-home moms and dads who've been out of the workforce for a very long right. time, who are looking to make an extra four or five hundred dollars each. Darn week. straight. We've been able to provide them with a. Exactly. You know, and it's, and, and they've been driving kids, you know, in carpools for generations anyway. Right. So it's nothing that they have, you know, that they're not used to. They just have a chance to earn extra, you know, money right now. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode, but I also want to take just a few seconds to let you know about a project that we've been putting together for the last several months. And we're finally launching it called the captain's council. You see, as a CEO or operator of a business, it can feel like you get stuck in your own head a lot of the time. You get challenges that you don't know how to resolve. You get people causing problems in your leadership team that you don't know how to resolve. And it's so hard to overcome those things by yourself. You don't have to anymore. Join the Captain's Council. Captain's Council is a group of other CEOs and operators and owners of businesses where we come together once a month for several hours to discuss the biggest challenges you're facing. You express to the council of eight to 10 people about what's going on. Where do you feel stuck? And these other people are in the same boat as you. They're running and operating their own businesses. They're your peers. They help you kind of dissect what's happening and help you see things that you may not have seen all by yourself. If you don't have a good strong network of people around you, come join the captain's council. This is going to be something that will change the way you run your business and open your eyes to opportunities that you have never seen without the help of your peer group. Come check it out, captainscouncil.com. I think that's such a great thing because even, you know, I've seen the school bus signs around our neighborhood, you know, they're offering like twelve fifty an hour, you know what I mean? To drive our kids to, to and from school, which yeah. is insane. And, and what you're offering is such a, a dramatic increase. It increases the quality of the driver, I would think, as well as provides an opportunity for the parents of these kids to say, hey, you know what? I've been driving kids to this school for 10 years. 
I got no problem driving other kids to school and making some extra money. That's awesome. That, that's, you know, that is absolutely right. And Todd, and you know, I'll tell you that the first thing we should probably talk about is, you know, we should accept the fact that student transportation is actual crisis right now in this, you know, uh, since COVID over Agreed. 75% of school districts across the country are short on yellow bus drivers. Um, right. That right. problem is not, is not going away anytime soon due to the fact that yellow bus drivers are not compensated what they should be. Um, well, on the know, cost to maintain of those buses, the buses are, absolutely. I mean, those buses are typically 15, 20 years old anyway, and they're all breaking down all the absolutely. time. Absolutely. Um, and not what a is, great business what is model the way. Yeah. 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 What is, what is actually happening is that schools are realizing as their budget cuts are made every single year, that transportation is the first thing that takes a hit. So what is actually right. happening is a lot of school districts throughout the country are notifying parents that they're, they will not be, you know, providing busing anymore, especially to students who live in certain zones, right. areas, you know, et cetera. Um, that's a problem right. because you can find yourself with hundreds of thousands of parents over a single night who just, you know, you know, find out that they have no service starting, you know, September or August. Right. Um, now they have to find out how to get their kids to and back from, you know, from school. This was well, probably much easier. Yeah, yeah as we were say, coming out of COVID, but things have changed. Well, and it's an interesting thing to see uh, with schools as well as cities. Um, you know, we we've found that just in our we're in a very small kind of rural area outside Park City, Utah, and uh, we saw the city of Park City completely eliminate all of their bus system because it was so right. expensive to maintain and move towards a right. ride share that they actually sponsor. And so my teenagers are doing ride shares all over the city, all over the town because they can, it, it's better than the bus yeah. system. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, that's exactly so, right. And, 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 you know, you know, I, I think it's time to kind of realize, and we've noticed that and we're pushing that, you know, with our service that just like we innovate everything else, student, you know, transportation has to be one of those things. I think there's a lot of talk in the market right. about bringing buses that are, cleaner and newer but for us the way that we view it is we have a smarter mousetrap but someone has to you know be you know yeah. in that bus to drive and that's not going to change anytime soon right right well norbert this is again awesome what are the highlights have you seen in your growth i mean you, you've exponentially you said it within 90 days you were already going into other cities other states what are you projecting over the next year or two what kind of growth do you see happening with your business and and is it hard? Is it awesome or is it hard? Well, what's going on? <laughs> I think it is all of the above. Um, it's yeah. it is awesome. It's hard and it's scary. Um, you know, I think when you start, you know, w what we're projecting is we're going to go from being a, you know, two point two million dollar company to now, you know, try providing service to our over eleven thousand clients that are on our you know wait list, which wow. will take us in the ten million plus you know revenue. Um, if not Woo. more, um, the problem, the problem that always becomes for a company that scales and that scales fast is you have to do it in a smart way. You know, you, yeah. too many companies are driven by just revenue, but when yeah. you start being driven only by revenue, you take shortcuts and yeah. we are, yeah. you know, we are in a service that provides, you know, you know, you know, the service to the most, um, you know, vulnerable, you know, to, to. Yeah, you know, kids. So, 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 you know, we take, you know, we take a look at that um, business side as, as, as we have to be smart about every market that, you know, that we get into. We have to right. continue being smart with, you know, how we scale. So, 
there is that war of, okay, I have the clients, so let's make it happen quick to, okay, let's slow down and let's make sure that we do it smart. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the hardest thing in that growth process is to stay connected to the, you know, to the communities that you're, you know, scaling, you know, your business through. We 100%. are there to provide them the jobs. We are there to talk to them. You know, we, you know, we are there to be part of the process for them. We need to make sure they feel that no matter whether we're a hundred thousand dollar company, two million dollar yeah. company, or a hundred million dollar, you know, company. And I think that's what gets lost too many times in businesses who grow too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are we are trying to do it in a very smart way so that our parents are part of the you know part of that you know process. I love it. Norbert, what have you found to be your biggest challenge so far in, in this growth journey? Because, you know, obviously someone who's working in a law firm downtown New York doesn't always think of the, the challenges of a small small business and a growing small business. What what have been some of the biggest surprises you've hit? You know, there's actually a couple of challenges. I mean, the first biggest challenge is that when you're kind of creating a new lane in a, you know, of business that there is the <laughs> yeah. education part of things that, you know, we have for such a long time since 1902, I believe is when the yellow, the kind of the, the yellow busing system has been, you know, introduced. Uh, but it's is been that the right? Since 1902? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, wow. been, it's, it, I, I think it's somewhere, you know, around that time I could be wrong, but I believe the first system That's was amazing. set up in 1902 by school. And, you know, what becomes really hard is, you know, for, for so many years, for 120 years, we've been running the same system. The buses got newer, some of them, they're, yeah. you, know, you know, but the system is the same. So we have to, we are not here to say that yellow buses don't do the job anymore. But we right. believe that schools and parents need another option layer of doing so. So there is an educational, you know, um, issue where you have to educate, you know, everyone of, hey, there are better options than what you used to have. Right. Um, right. The second kind of a challenge that growing as fast as we're growing has is, you know, you got to put together the right team in the right places throughout the country in order to, 100%. to you know, to meet that, you know, that service, you know, you know, that's there. So we kind of, we live in a world right now where I think companies want people to come back to work. We want to stay home a bit more. And, and there's this yeah. kind of a, a battle back and forth and businesses have to change the way they operate a bit because of that. So as we Love are it. scaling up, finding the right talent and finding the right kind of system of giving everyone a fair chance to be able to have kind of best of both, you know, worlds that could be challenging right. sometimes, but um, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I just love it. I love I love your mission. I love what you're doing. I love uh, the effect it's having on the communities. This is a great story. This is a great story that needs to be shared everywhere. And for those of you listening, you know, honestly, you've got to think about what just what you've just heard, what you're listening to right now. And that is a need arose, a solution was there, it was not there. And so they created, I mean, Every good business starts with solving a good problem. And this is a great problem to try and fix. And for you, is a very personal problem, gives you more passion. I, every parent gets behind this because what's more important to a parent than their kids? Mm -hmm. Hopefully nothing. Absolutely, Todd. And uh, <laughs> I think too many, uh, you know, as we take a look at the business market in general and new businesses starting up, there's been this rush of trying to invent a new service or, you know, a way of doing it. Yeah. But 
we sometimes have to focus and look at services that's been in place for hundreds of years that need reinvention because they might not work the same way. Our, you know, our ecosystems are changing and the needs that we have are changing. And we think that, you know, our students who are going to be the next, you know, you know, you know, presidents and the next, you know, Musk's and the next, you know, Steve Jobs, we need to make sure they have a system in place where they can thrive. And, and by providing smaller carpools for us, for yeah. students, yeah. We, you know, we hear from teachers every day. They get to school more, you know, you know, more focused. There was, you know, there's less chaos, you know, as there is, you know, on the bus. Uh, there's a lot, they of, tend to there's a lot of drama bus, so. and teasing and yeah. I mean, bullying going on in the buses. I, how many, Absolutely. how many dash cam videos have we seen about school buses having fights break out and the whole bus is in a frenzy? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Absolutely. And look, and as our, you know, cities are changing, our, you know, infrastructure yeah. is changing. These, these buses can't go everywhere, you know? So if there is right. a right. really bad traffic on a highway or on a, bus- on a uh, you know, on a main street, these buses are not able to take a turn right or left and try to go through that. They have to stay on that road. It's that true. causes our kids to be home an hour and a half, two hours uh. after school is done. That's a very long time. So we, we think there is a big, you know, solution to actually using data to you know understand how you go from school home and providing the best right. you know, solution for the kids norbert fantastic fantastic story i hope your kids are just loving watching you grow this business too it's got to be pretty exciting for the whole family to see that one problem is now turning into our family business and and other is affecting other people around them this is fantastic what uh Who's kind of been there in your corner? Have you had a mentor, someone who's been able to guide you through this whole process? Yeah. So, you know, my mentor is, is, is actually, you know, three people. It's, it's my, my fiance, my partner and my kids, to be honest with you, because entering kind of a market where we knew nothing about uh, it, it took, you know, education and getting to know how things operate and being part of the system. And I think, having the team at home behind you who supports you and says, these are very long days, but we enjoy what we're doing is key. I gather a lot of advice from people in the industry every single day, but the people that motivate me every single day to do better are the people at home in your house. And that's why we think it's so, you know, important that our service is, is really family based and we understand what the families need. Fantastic. I love it. I love this story. This is a great episode, Norbert. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us and sharing this with our audience. And uh, for those listening, leave some comments below. I know that he'd love to hear from you. I know that you're probably wondering, when is it coming to my town? That's a very valid question to ask. And and please ask it because where there's demand, I'm guessing right along is coming <laughs> right along. There we go. Yeah. In our, in our current model, we need 10 business days to be set up in your city or town. So just let us oh know my where gosh. you are and we will be. Amazing. Amazing. Dude, I love it. And thank you so much for taking the time. For those that, that are listening and want to know where to find it, it is ridealongnow.com. So check it out. I'll leave, I'll leave links in the comments below. And I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks so much, Norbert. Todd, thank you so much for having us. And, you know, this is an amazing podcast that you do. And we're proud to be part of that. Thank you, everyone. Really cool story, isn't it? What an amazing business. And I hope you enjoyed the experience that Norbert's had. And I hope you enjoy seeing where this is going to go. I can't wait to look forward in a year from now 
and look back and see the growth that they're achieving through each school year, as well as those mid-year uh, 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 products that he's able to produce in communities all over the country. So what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is best businesses are created from fixing problems that we've been dealing with the same way for over 100 years. I mean, think about this. The school bus, the yellow school bus has been around since 1903 or something like that. Like crazy stuff. Now with the new technology and the ways that we've got the tech that we have available to us to fix problems that are old problems is changing the landscape of everything we do. If you see opportunities, don't be afraid, go for it. If you see things that could be fixed and done a better way, try it. If your business is navigating in a world where there's a lot of breakthroughs that can happen, don't be scared to make those breakthroughs happen. Growth and scaling can happen in so many ways, through acquisition, through breakthrough ideas, through just being steady and consistent. These all are ways to go and scale your business and every episode on this podcast leans towards one or the other and I hope you enjoy the variety of ways that you can learn to grow and scale your business. One of the things that I talked to Norbert about afterwards was who is he leaning on for advice and support? And like most operators of small businesses, the community is very small. There are not many people that you can go to to get the input you need without spending tens of thousands of dollars on, on a consultant every month to point you in the right direction. Like him and like you, there is a place, the Captain's Council. Check it out at thecaptainscouncil.com. They are sponsoring this, this episode today and I want you to know how important it is for you to know that there is a community of founders and operators out there just like you in growth mode, in scale mode, who are looking to get questions answered that they're just too embarrassed to ask. Don't be embarrassed, join the community, see what everyone's talking about. When it comes to solving problems in your business, chances are the guy down the street has solved the same problem three years ago. So let's not learn the lessons they had to learn. Let's skip it, let's bump ourselves ahead and let's move and grow and scale as fast as you can in the best way possible. Thanks so much for being here. Can't wait to have you on the next episode of the Growth and Scaling Podcast. Please support us by liking and subscribing to these episodes. And we look forward to creating more content for you in the near future. We'll see you on the next one.